Okay, here we go. I'm catching up from last week. I was unable to put out a podcast. Just, you know, life sometimes gets in the way of life. I got a little overwhelmed and it's still been one of just like a crazy couple of weeks. I was hoping to pump something out on a Saturday, but that didn't quite work. So I'm doing a two-parter today. You're going to get you're going to get a long story in two parts. So uh, please accept my apology and uh, just tune in and listen. Tune in and listen, my friends. So this is part one. And uh, I think if you're going to listen, if you're going to just check into the podcast, however it is, you're probably going to get podcast number 225, which is part two. So back it up a notch, back it up a notch and check out this one. This is podcast number 224, A Night in Malaysia. All right, all right, all right. So back in uh, 2014, back in 2014, I went to Malaysia. <laughs> I went to Malaysia. I qualified. Uh, I made the, the, the uh, semifinal round of the uh, World Championships of Public Speaking for Toastmasters. And uh, how fortunate I am, how fortunate I was, the final, semifinal and final rounds were in Malaysia. The first time ever Toastmasters International was actually international and they had it in Malaysia. <laughs> so they paid for my ticket. Wow. And that was a spendy ticket at that time. It was 2200 bucks round trip. Um so I took six weeks just to stay in that area because I, I'm normally on a Buddhist internship for two months. So I had the time. I had the time. And I was going to the World Championships of Public Speaking. So let's uh, let's stretch it out. Now, um, th th there's just a few things that I want to mention. I have brought up that I've gone to Toastmasters for the... Uh, um, World Championships of Public Speaking. This was back in 2014. Okay, so I went. I had a great time in Malaysia. I actually spent some time in Indonesia, and I spent three, three and a half days in Singapore, which was great. And then on my way back, so I went from Malaysia. I'm sorry. I went from Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, where I was. I took part in the World Championships chips of public speaking in 2014 and then I went down to Malacca for four or five days and then I went to Indonesia no then I went to Singapore to teach Buddhism for three days so I spent four days in Singapore and then I actually spent four days in Indonesia I went to Borobudur uh, which is the largest Buddhist temple in the world it's in Indonesia it's just uh, it's incredible and then on my way back I spent spent a night in Singapore, and then I spent three more days in Malacca. Okay, and then I spent a couple days in Kuala Lumpur, and then I came back home, right? But, you know, I, I take a lot of pictures. And if I knew that I was going to be wanting to do more online with videos, I probably would have taken more pictures. But I did take a lot of pictures and videos when I was in, when I was on that trip, Southeast Asia. But like the last five days of the trip, I, I couldn't find, right? Especially this, this section of time when I was in Malacca. The last two days I was in Malacca on the second trip. And I'd been looking for these photos, well, probably since 2016. You know, it's 2022. It's been eight years, seven years. 
And uh, I just, I could never find these photos. And then, uh, not that long ago, on one of my older iMacs, uh, I noticed that I had an, uh, an uh, iPhoto library, right? Now, back in the day, iTunes controlled everything. Took care of your music, took care of your movies, took care of your photos. I mean, and I, I actually like that platform. I thought that was very, very cool. Um, but I, I just had this iPhoto library, and I was like, oh, I wonder if I could actually open it. So I double-clicked on it, and, it, you know, it's 56 gigs, Right. And it took a while to open up, but it opened up and it had pictures from 2004, you know, all the way up until 2016. Right. And a lot of great dojo images from Three Shapes Aikido, just really phenomenal. And I was actually kind of strolling down memory lane, looking through all this. And then I noticed that there, you know, I have a funny naming convention, but I was like flash drive 2015, 2016. And I opened that thing up and in there were all my lost uh, Southeast Asia, Malaysia trip images with the videos to boot. And I was so ecstatic. I was so ecstatic. So I've been kind of thumbing through those and looking at those and reminiscing and all that. And, and uh, um, yeah, it just kind of brought this podcast to mind. And I've, I've spoken a bit about it in the past, of course, going to Malaysia and then my friend Raj, who reached out to me, right? So I got a, I got a friend now, but when he reached out to me on Facebook, he sent me a question. It basically said, how do you cut your bread, right? And I didn't really think about it at the moment, but then later when I was looking through my friend's requests, I was looking at this question like, how do you cut your bread? And I had recently been talking talking to someone about how hard it is for me to cut bread with one hand. And I thought, oh, I should actually take a look at this guy. And I opened up his Facebook profile and come to find out it's this, you know, it's this uh, young man from Malaysia who lost his hand in a car accident and he's living in like the UK, right? So <laughs> we connected. I, I did a great podcast about him and the, 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 the featured image is great. I mean, it's such a great time getting to know Raj and meeting Raj. And I definitely want to go to the UK and hang out with Raj. We got that one-handed connection. And and uh, so as I was coming up for the World Championships of Public Speaking, I, I'd mentioned, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to Malaysia, blah, blah, blah. He, he read that on Facebook. And he's like, oh, Alejandro, you got you to gotta spend time with my family. You got to meet my friends. You know, we're all, we all live in Kuala Lumpur. And I'm like, well, <laughs> okay, right? So, uh I go to the World Championships of Public Speaking. I basically don't win my quarterfinal match, but I ba- I was the people's champion, and I'll take it, right? <laughs> I'll take it. Um, I had I, I just got such a great response from my my speech, and people loved it, and just people were lined up to talk to me. It was astounding, even though I didn't win my quarterfinal round, my my semifinal round, but. You know, the whole time I'm in Malaysia, right, when I'm in Kuala Lumpur for this probably first five or six days, uh, I'm staying in a a downtown, I'm staying in a a giant apartment complex uh, with other Toastmaster people. And, you know, I'm at the the conference, the world, you know, the Toastmasters International Conference doing the World Championships of Public Speaker thing. Um, but at the same time, I'm rocking Kulana Lumpur. I'm like, I'm going out. I'm checking things out. You know, we're doing Toastmaster things in the evening. But 
a number of the evenings, I'm hanging out with uh, Raj's friends, right? And the main one I'm hanging out with is this cool cat named Malcolm. And Malcolm, I got to tell you, Malcolm took such good care of me. Uh, and there were a couple more that we hung out with. But I actually spent a lot of time with Malcolm. Raj asked him to help me out. And, uh, you know, I, I got to say, Malcolm was... He was so generous and so kind, and and uh, I, I'm a little uh, right now. I'm a little speechless because I'm kind of reflecting on all the great experiences that we had, and uh, just trying to figure out what I really want to say. But I mean, this guy, you know, I I bought a suit, and I was like, "Hey man, I got to get a suit tailored." And he's like, "Well, I got to go to the mall. There's tailors there, you know." And he's funny. He's like, "You know, it's going to cost you a lot of money if you want to get it tailored." Uh, that same day. We'll go in the morning. I'm looking for a ring. I know some good tailors. Uh, we can get it done. It's this big like mall complex. I mean, huge. And the underground scene was just unreal. He's like, I know where we can get good food. We can hang out. I'm looking for a ring because I want to ask my girlfriend to marry her. And and uh, he's like, but I got to tell you, man, the, 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 the tailoring is going to be expensive. It's like triple cost if you want it done in one day. And it ended up being like 27 American dollars, which is unheard of, you know. Um, I picked up a really nice suit, and I got it I got it custom cut for my body. I still wear it today, though I picked up a couple extra poundages. And it might have started in Malaysia because, man, can they eat. <laughs> and I, I think I mentioned this a couple times in past podcasts, but one day I was hanging out with Malcolm, and he's like, you know, Alejandro, it's really cool hanging out with you because, you know, Raj doesn't have two hands. And it's like you're you're just very comfortable because you're like filling Raj's space in our friendship group because he's the only one that's here, not here right now. And, you know, and he's like even, you know, staying with Raj's parents and this kind of thing. I mean, it was just so amazing. I, I actually got to do a podcast about hanging out with Raj's family uh, coming back from Borobudur. We spent a couple days together. They, he took Raj's family took such good care of me, you know. And all of this experience has occurred because Raj just was looking out for a one-handed brother, right? Taking care of me, man. So 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 super cool. And uh, yeah, even Malcolm was like, "Oh yeah, you know, you know why there's so many motorcycles in Malaysia because." Uh, you pay a you pay a, like a vehicle tax based on how big your vehicle is, which is why there aren't that that many big vehicles here in Malaysia, not like the United States, you know. And he's like, Alejandro, what kind of car do you have? And I said, oh, I got this, but I also have an 87 Camaro. And he's like, oh, he's like, wow, do you have any idea how expensive that would be here? You know, and, and uh, he had a lot of comparisons from the United States to Malaysia. It was really cool. It was really cool. And, yeah, and Malcolm took I spent a lot of time with Malcolm. We 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 kicked it, man. He took really good care of me. And then on a number of occasions, I would come back uh you know, I would come back to my hotel and there'd be like late night toastmaster drinking sessions. People were going out to eat and so I showed up, you know, after a day with Malcolm, I showed up and and uh all these toastmasters are like, "Alejandro, where you been? Like what what are you doing with all your time. You just disappear for long periods of time. And I was like, oh, I got I got friends here in Malaysia and they're showing me the what they like to say is the real Malaysia, you know, and they're like, well, we want to hang out with you. And then we all started laughing and drinking. And, and I had mentioned that tomorrow 
that's what Malcolm said. He's like, oh, tomorrow, Alejandro, because I had a free day. He's like, we're going to show you the real Malaysia. So we're going to meet for lunch. I'll come by and pick you up. And uh, and I got to say this, man. Raj's whole crew, Malcolm and his crew, there was probably like nine people that met at this restaurant. Right. And they all took time out of their day. And it was like a couple hours to get there with traffic and to get through the toll and to find the restaurant and park and then eat and get served. And and uh, he's like, we want to take you to this restaurant. He's like, it seems like you're not afraid to eat food like anything. I was like, yeah, I'll try anything. He's like, OK, we're going to go to this restaurant. This is like very traditional Malaysian food. Most tourists never go to this spot. We go there a lot. We're going to treat you right. We're going to eat bakute. You know, I was like, oh, some bakute. I was like, what, what's in there? He's like, don't worry about it. And basically, it's miscellaneous meat, so this soupish thing, right? And I have no idea what was in there, right? I, just it's basically miscellaneous meat. I mean, I, I, I don't even know what part of what animal is in there. But I will tell you, it was so absolutely delicious. I mean, absolutely delicious. And we had... Such a great time at this restaurant. It was so gritty. There were parts of it that were so dirty. The bathroom was just unreal. By American, by United States standards, I don't even, I, there's nothing, I got nothing. There's nothing I can say. It's just deep Malaysia, Malaysian tradition. And oh, it was so good. We had such a great time. They were so happy that I loved it. And that's the picture I'm showing in the featured image. So if you get a chance to see that, go to my website, onehandspeaks.com, and, and look for uh, look for that image because it's just me and Malcolm and the crew, and and uh, it's really quite special. It's really quite special. Um, so uh, basically, I'm just talking about this because uh, that was kind of the daytime. This is part one. But then as we're driving back, you know, I mean— more so at the end of the meal. They're like, Alejandro, what do you got? What are you doing tonight? I'm like, well, basically, I just got to make sure I'm packed up. You know, I mean, the Toastmasters want to do stuff, but I'm open. I got to get, you know, I'm I'm taking a bus down to uh, Malacca tomorrow. So, you know, I'm going to be in Malacca for five days. And and uh, but tonight, what's up? He's like, oh, we we want to take you to this market. Right. We want to take you to this market. And uh and show you, he said it again, and show you the real Malaysia, like what goes on in Malaysia at night. And I was like, okay, you know what? Let's do it. And they all started cheering. And then, yeah, we're driving back. And he's like, yeah, Alejandro, I, I hope you're ready for kind of what's going on. He's like, you know, he explained the market to me a little bit. And uh, I was like, man, let's do it. I'm, I'm game. I'm, I'm a traveler. You know, I'm King Floater. That's That was my nickname leaving Seattle, King Floater, because I just float from house to house. And you know, big bounder tromping around the world. I'm like, whatever you got, Malcolm, I'm ready to do. He's like, okay, we're going to drop you off and then we're going to pick you back up in three hours. So I, I got some things I got to do. And um, he's like, I'll send you a text and we'll be good to go. And then we'll, we'll go have, we'll go eat, we'll go have fun. And we'll go, basically he said, we'll show you the real Malaysia. See, I told you. He's strange and wonderful. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is Alejandro with One Hand Speaks. Find me online at onehandspeaks.com and all your social media outlets.